Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast with your hosts, physical therapists, Dr. Michael Gorman and Dr. Lauren Bennett. This podcast will discuss a variety of health-related topics focused on educating the aging adult, allowing for an active lifestyle no matter the age. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast. We are your hosts, Dr. Michael Gorman. And Dr. Lauren Bennett. We are two physical therapists from St. Louis, Missouri, and our topic today is going to be pre-surgical and post-surgical total knee replacement care. So essentially, our goal for today is to prepare you for or to understand the process of a knee joint replacement what to expect, and how to recover as quickly as possible. Now that you and your orthopedic surgeon have discussed that a joint replacement is in your near future, it's important for you to know what to expect. We are not telling you to just go onto YouTube, type in total joint replacement, watch that, and think that you're good to go. That would be a bad thing to do. (laughs) I have had a patient or two tell me that, and they're like, Lauren, do you understand that they take these tools from my shed? And I'm like, okay, stop right there. <laughs> yeah, I uh, when I was in school, I was able to observe some total knee surgeries. And after that day, I felt like orthopedic surgeons, they're amazing, but they're essentially glorified carpenters because yes. of the work I saw them do. They were, it's yes. amazing. It's incredible that this is possible, but it can be a little daunting at first. So let's talk about what is the best way to prepare. In order to get that joint ready for surgery, this may seem like common sense, but you want to get the joint basically as strong as you possibly can. So referring back to previous podcasts, when it comes to muscle strengthening and atrophy of a muscle, after you have surgery, there's a natural period of inflammation and immobility, which is going to cause your muscles to weaken relatively quicker. The better you are before surgery, do a little prehab physical therapy, the stronger you get it, the better off you're going to be. So huge advocate of PT here before surgery. I would say it's very important to talk to your doctor. If they do not prescribe PT, I would strongly recommend you ask for it. It's normal to do pre-surgical rehab in the clinic. I was seeing patients for probably four weeks before their surgeries, little eight sessions of progressing them, helping them get their range of motion as best as possible, understanding the process of the surgery, what to expect, the timeline, things that they may go over, any questions you may have. They may show you even how to use an assistive device. If you have stairs to get back home after surgery, If you're not familiar with how to use a cane or a walker or crutches, they can go over that, give you exercises to do before, a few to do immediately after, before returning to therapy, and just what your post-op expectations should be. So a couple statistics here before we go on any further. In the United States, almost 800,000 people undergo a total knee replacement each year. That's pretty interesting. And I oftentimes think because there's so many people that get a joint replacement that people often underestimate the work they have to put in after they have their surgery. You know, it's so commonly done, but depending upon your orthopedic surgeon, some orthopedic surgeons, just like any other field, they're really good at explaining what the expectations are and some not always the best. And so 
please understand that this is such a common surgery that's done, but it doesn't mean that the rehab is easy. I find that some of my patients in the past, it's very common to know a friend or a family member who have had one in the past. And you cannot relate yourself to those people when it comes to these types of surgeries. You cannot just assume that because your husband or your wife or your friend was back to walking a mile by week six that you're going to do the same. It's very individualized. A lot of it has to do how your condition was before your surgery, you know, compared to the other person. So do not compare yourself to others. You don't want to make other people feel jealous and you also don't want to make yourself feel worse. It's very individualized. You need to talk to your physical therapist or your orthopedist about it. And just get as healthy as you can before you're having surgery. Yes. Okay. So back on track. So 800,000, we said of these total knee replacements are performed each year and it's expected to grow to be 1 million in three years by 2025. The success after surgery is high. 90% of people report improvement to their pain and function and are relatively happy that they had them. But post-surgical rehab is a key factor in the recovery process. Like we said in the last podcast, it's not a walk in the park. It's really a job and you have to know what you're going to be committed to. It can totally make or break your long-term outcomes, in my opinion. Absolutely. So I'm going to talk just a little bit about expectations after you have a total knee replacement. Again, please understand this is just sort of a ballpark estimate. Everyone is individualized, but from the experience that Dr. Ben and I have, this is uh, just things that we've been reading. This is uh, what we're going to present to you. Most people do return to daily activities within about six weeks. It doesn't mean you're doing all your normal daily activities, nor does it mean you're 100%, but you start to get back into life typically you know, that six-week mark. But I tell every patient that it's going to take six to 12 months to fully recover. And honestly, I would say nine to 12 months. Most people, by the time they're at 12 months post-op, they're not thinking about that knee anymore. But at six months, they're still thinking about it. There's been new research out that shows that pre-surgical rehab with a physical therapist can definitely speed up your recovery following surgery. A research study from Spain in 2017 evaluated the effects of intensive strength training prior to having a total knee replacement. These people performed an exercise program three times a week for eight weeks, supervised by a physical therapist. And the study found that the hospital stay was significantly shorter than those that performed the pre-op exercise. Pain levels were less, and they recovered greater in strength, range of motion, and function the three months following surgery. So again, just like we said earlier, Lauren, it's it's super important to be as healthy as you can prior to surgery, including getting that leg, getting that knee, getting that hip, getting that back, getting everything as strong as you can get. I think, unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that they may be a month out and they go, well, I'm just going to not be active anymore. I'm getting surgery in a month, so I'll just sit on my sofa, eat some bonbons and call it a day for the next month. And that's uh, not what we want for you. What's your favorite kind of ice cream, Dr. Bennett? Cookies and cream. Cookies and cream. Hmm. What brand? (laughs) Whatever's the cheapest at the store right now. (laughs) Oh, she's not an ice cream kind of store then. Well, if we're just going to go to Stucks, it's always Prairie Farm. Oh, I don't know. I'd probably have to say Ben and Jerry's pretty much any kind. I, I try to avoid it. If you listen to our first podcast, you know I'm now an aging adult myself, so I have to watch those calories. But okay, 
back on track here. I totally forgot what I was talking about, so we're going to come back here. Okay. If you have therapy before surgery, which we highly advise, is there's three goals. The first goal is restore as much range of motion as possible. We want to get that knee not only bent as much as we can, but maybe more importantly, we want that knee to get as straight or as extended as we can. And that's the most important thing with walking correctly. Yeah, we want to get as much bend as we can, but if that knee doesn't straighten out, oh boy, the walking is going to be greatly affected. And then not only will you have knee problems, but you'll have hip and back problems. Second goal prior to surgery is to maximize strength of the quadricep muscle. That's the big one in front of your thigh. Very important for walking, stair climbing, getting up from a chair after surgery. And the third thing is we want to improve your walking mechanics. We definitely want to get you as normalized of a walking pattern as we can before surgery. Again, any type of disruption in the walking pattern will change stresses on the body. Now, interestingly, according to a journal of bone and joint surgery study, those that had physical therapy prior to surgery needed 30% less post-op care. So not only is it saving you time post-operatively, but it's saving you a lot of money, approximately $1,200 less per patient in healthcare costs if you can get on a good quality, what we call a prehab or pre-surgery rehab program. Now, this is an interesting number, and I was somewhat surprised. Current average length of stay for a joint replacement, I'm assuming this is in a hospital, correct? Correct. Is 3.7 days. Now, I'm not sure what if this is 2022. That sounds more like 2010 data than me. But I did find this article, it was 2020 that it was written, and it seemed a little high to me. But then it goes on to talk about the pre surgical rehab improving that. So now it's more about that too. So I think we're moving in the right direction. I agree. I I would say that most of the patients I work with, their hospital stay probably two at the very, very most three days. I'd say they're in and out within about two days. So, Okay, well, this is a great time for us to take a commercial and hear from our sponsor, iMove PT. And when we get back, Lauren is going to have more incredible information for you about total knee replacements. iMove PT is proud to be the sponsor for the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast. iMove PT is a mobile physical therapy company based out of St. Louis, Missouri and expanding throughout the United States. We bring a unique one-on-one physical therapy experience to the privacy, safety, and convenience of our patient's home, office setting, or the location of their choice. For more information about iMove PT, please go to www.imovephysicaltherapy.com or feel free to email us at info at imovephysicaltherapy.com. Have a great day. Welcome back. Here we're going to talk about now that you've had your replacement, what should you do for post-op care? So we cannot reiterate enough that it is hard, hard work. It is going to take some commitment and some time. So right after the surgery, what does it look like? Well, you're likely to be in the hospital. And we're going to say that rehab begins right when you wake up. So probably the last person you want to see at that time is a physical therapist walking in your room, ready to get you up 
But the goal here, there's a lot of research out there that the earlier you mobilize, which is just get up, get out of bed and get moving is key. They'll teach you if you don't know how to use a walker or crutch or cane, whatever they seem is appropriate, teach you how to get out of bed and use the stairs to return home safely. And you're likely to talk with a nurse or an occupational therapist to discuss how to take care of your wound, change the bandages, dress, bathe, toilet. A big thing after replacements is that wound, okay? Risk of infection can be great after a total knee replacement. So they'll teach you what to look for. Things like redness, a much, much more increase in pain and swelling, And that is something that is a red flag and needs to be discussed with your doctor right away. They're going to try to get that knee moving ASAP. So improving range of motion. And like Dr. Gorman said earlier, that extension, that straightening of the knee is really, really important to tackle first because that's what's going to normalize your walking, your gait mechanics faster. Active range of motion, which is you physically extending and bending your knee, will get started very quickly. So the purpose of that, you'll find that after a surgery like this, your body wants to heal and it does heal relatively quickly, but then you can have this risk of developing what we call scar tissue, which leads to stiffness. And sometimes you have to be rather aggressive with these replacements. Some people just build scar tissue faster than others. And you don't want to be that person that maybe didn't do it soon enough or took it too easy on yourself and then ends up having to really battle a range of motion problem later on. So physical therapy, bottom line, very, very important. Let them do the job. Let them teach you exactly what to do. And then all you have to do is do it. Compliance is key. Immediate expectations, pain is normal, swelling, bruising. Um, A lot of people find bruising up in their thigh. It'll start turning all kinds of fun colors, purple, greens, and yellows. Okay, understand that the bruise can, because of gravity, go down into the calf, cause some calf pain too. Dr. Gorman, would you agree? I've seen that. It kind of alarms patients. If you're alarmed about it, you should ask your doctor about it. Yeah, it's very common. One thing that you should ask your physical therapist to see if they do this, little fun fact, is something called kinesio tape. You can use kinesio tape to decrease the swelling and to take that bruising away. It's amazing stuff. So be sure to ask your therapist about that. You know, I would say really early on the first month, I think the primary important thing we need to do is, yes, we want to get that range of motion, but you as a patient, one of the most important things you can do is decrease the swelling. If there's swelling, let's say in your knee, if there's swelling in a knee, your knee is not going to be able to fully extend. It's not going to be able to fully flexed if you have swelling in there. So elevating that leg up. And when we say elevating, a lot of people think, oh, I'll just prop it up on a pillow. That's enough. Not really. Your leg needs to be above the level of your heart. And I typically tell my my patients, you know, put it up on top of your couch or get four or five pillows to elevate it up because you want that fluid to drain out of that knee as best as you can. Very good point. So now that you've been at the hospital stay and you're discharged and you're returning home, you're likely getting around better, experiencing less pain, and hopefully using less medication. It's common now to be able to stand or walk for about 10 minutes before having to sit down. And then you're going to have, of course, your physical therapy at you and really working on getting your knee completely straight. 
but also starting to push that bending a little bit. So your PT will likely discuss with you increasing your bending. They'll measure it in degrees, but you don't have to focus a ton on that. By, by 10 degrees daily, leading up to that nice 90 degree angle, which is really important and nice when you can achieve that because then you can sit in a chair comfortably. At 10 days following surgery, it is important to achieve that getting the knees straight, but some people really struggle with that. So I would say that it's not comfortable. The tissue behind the knee likes to get stiff like your hamstrings and the swelling also becomes a factor. So it's hard, I will say, but speak with your physical therapist and I could probably name off the top of my head five or six really good exercises to help get you there. So it's possible, just takes a lot of compliance. Most people start progressing from a walker to a cane, usually about week two or three. And like we said, with this timeline here, we're really just giving you guys a ballpark. We want you to know what to expect, but do not think you're ahead of schedule or behind schedule just by what we're telling you. We just really want you to know what to expect what you're going into if you are considering a replacement. I think Dr. Bennett's just saying she doesn't want any lawsuits on her hand. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, weeks four to six, range of motion and strength training is the main focus, and it's going to continue to be a focus. Some people here are starting to return to their work or their daily activities. This is, I would say, mostly for people that have a desk job. 12 weeks, 10 to 12 weeks is usually if you have more of a physical job or you stand a lot on your feet all day. But important here to discuss with your orthopedist. They are usually the ones that help make the call with that. Week 7 through 11, PT is in full gear here. You're working on range of motion, strength, and balance training. And then week 12 here, we're talking at month number 3, continuing strength. And now you get to work a little more endurance, more higher level activities, maybe a little bit of agility, walking on uneven surfaces, cycling, Maybe you get back on the golf course, dancing, more fun activities. Life is starting to get a little bit, a little bit better here after week 12. One thing we haven't talked about is the importance of when you're getting physical therapy, whether it be preoperatively or postoperative. Yes, the strength, the range of motion, all those are very important. The home exercises, all that's very important. But we definitely want you to be seeing a therapist that has the time to do what's called manual physical therapy with you as well. And that's where they're actually getting their your hands on, whether we're talking about your knee or your hamstring or your quad or whatever, and actually doing hands-on techniques to help to speed up your progress. So that's real important. We haven't really talked about that. You know, it's not all exercise. It's not all aggressive, aggressive stretching, but Sometimes we just need to get in there and do some soft tissue work or some joint work, and that can really help. And also, I'm not sure, Dr. Ben, if if you talked about it or not, but it used to be very common for a patient right after they had a total joint replacement, maybe for the first two or three weeks, maybe first month, to have what's called the CPM, which is a continuous passive motion machine. Now, I kind of feel like those are much less used now than maybe when I started my career back when we we were getting on the internet, the World Wide Web with the uh, AOL ringtone going in the background. But anyway, it used to be very common. I'm not quite sure the reasoning behind it, but that's just a machine that you put your leg in and it automatically does range of motion for you. But that may be a part of the first month of your rehab. What's your thoughts on that? 
So I actually had to use one of those. I had knee surgery, like an ACL reconstruction eight years ago at this time. And my doctor did prescribe it. So I was one of those lucky ones that got to sit on it for about six to eight hours a day. And it was okay. I felt like it moved my knee, but I could never get it properly aligned right. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, put this on me again. You know, I felt like had I been doing exercises on my own, I could have achieved the same thing. So then when I got further through PT school, I learned that really it comes down to it. A lot of insurance companies aren't even paying for them anymore because the research out there shows that the short-term and the long-term benefits, there are short-term benefits where you may be a little bit more of an advantage for using it. But after a year, if I used one and say Dr. Gorman did not, we would be at the same range of motion. So they're not really prescribing them much anymore because of the insurance companies, but insurance, uh, that's a topic for a different (laughs) podcast for sure. So I think bottom line is with the manual therapy and exercises that therapists will prescribe for you actively, you will not be at a disadvantage for not using that machine. All right. Well, as always, we like to do a recap of our podcast for the healthy habits community. And just a couple things to recap here. First of all, pre-surgical rehab can minimize not only your improvement post-surgery, but it can minimize your healthcare costs. We all like to hear that. And so it can improve your range of motion, your strength and function quicker. Our goal was, as we talked about earlier, was to manage your expectations. We talked about kind of a step-by-step recovery plan and We kind of gave you all some guidelines again. As Lauren said, those are guidelines only. You may progress slower or faster. Following surgery, have patience, okay? It's going to take time. And some days you're going to feel like you're really making progress. And some days you're going to feel like, oh, I'm not. But if you work at it, I promise it will get better. Usually takes about 12 weeks until, you know, you really notice the improvement in your function since you were pre-op. And we talked about this and no one likes to hear this, but it typically takes about 12 months to fully recover. That's not to say that you're going to be in constant pain because you won't. But as far as getting all your function back and your day in and day out life, you're really not thinking about that knee anymore. I would just expect a year. Thank you for joining us today for another episode of the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast. We're very grateful for your time, for giving us this 20, 30 minutes of your week. We know you're all very busy, so thank you very much. If you are someone contemplating a knee replacement, hopefully you feel a little bit more confident and a little bit more educated on what to expect. And you know what? Maybe you've learned something that you can discuss with your orthopedic surgeon. So we are always here to answer any questions or concerns you have. Please email us at info at imovephysicaltherapy.com. And as always, we look so forward to you tuning back in next week for another great podcast episode. And we hope you have a great day. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast. If you have any questions for Dr. Gorman or Dr. Bennett, please send an email to info at imovephysicaltherapy.com. To learn more about healthy aging, visit our website at imovephysicaltherapy.com. Like what you hear? Be sure to rate and subscribe. See you next week.